0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Prayer in the Making Lent book club uh, episode 14 and uh, we're in chapter 6 and we're in the second part of chapter 6. So chapter 6 is on intercession and the second part is called heart prayers. Uh, Yesterday we were having a quick look at shoulder prayers. Those are the things that we pray for that we carry in prayer that you know they're important they matter we want to do them well but they're perhaps not the things that uh that really touch our hearts we're kind of moving today to that other side of the coin as it were and you know um the the chapter is all about the apostle paul and he definitely had both of those he definitely was a a one for shoulder prayers you know we need to pray for everything his all was the big word in his his letters we need to pray for on all occasions for all kinds of people all kinds of situations all kinds of prayer but he definitely had those he carried on his heart people like timothy who you know his prayers are for timothy are a totally different language they're a real kind of heart cry so i wanted to talk to you a bit about um wanting things in prayer and do you know what this is actually really tricky for some people and i i want to spend a bit of time on it because i know that for some people this is a huge conundrum: Is it okay to want stuff when you pray? Um, have you ever been? Let's call it the takeaway scenario. You know, you're you're with a friend or loved one, or you're going to have a takeaway together, and someone asks the question, "What kind of food? You know, Chinese, Indian, pizza, whatever. What kind of food do you want?" And you say, uh, "I don't mind. What do you want?" And they say, I don't mind, what do you want? And you say, I want whatever you want. And they go, Well, I want whatever you want. And then everyone gets a little bit confused and frustrated. And somebody eventually has to come up with a conclusion as to what they want. Someone has to express a preference. You know, prayer is a little bit like that sometimes. I think we we are very keen not to override God's will. So we sort of say, you know, God, I want what you want. How many of your prayers are kind of you know lord well i want what you want um one of the things that we've focused on a bit in in uh, kind of prayer teaching over the last few years is that phrase thy kingdom come or your kingdom come your will be done from the lord's prayer uh, it's it it's obviously centuries old but it's come to prominence because of the thy kingdom come prayer initiative uh, and so often i've i listen to teaching on prayer and i hear people say you know That's what you need to pray over every situation in everything. You just need to pray your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, I wouldn't disagree with that for a moment because it's what Jesus taught. But do you notice that after he taught that line, the next four sort of chunks, four lines of of his prayer that he taught his disciples are all asking for particular things. In fact, the first one is uh, you know give us this day our daily bread it's asking for provision for our physical needs so jesus didn't clearly think that all you need to do is go your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven amen that's all i need to pray he said you can you can pray that but you also need to tell god the father what you want you need to tell him what you are longing for what you're looking for what does that kingdom that you're asking for look like And it's been a bit of a challenge to me in some of the um, complexities of our political situation at the moment and things like that in the UK, that actually the Thy Kingdom Come prayer is a really powerful prayer, but it's not the only prayer that we pray. God is keen to know our hearts. He wants to know what we want. You know, Jesus taught his disciples all kinds of stuff about prayer in the course of his ministry. But as he came close to his death, the message he kept on repeating was ask the father, ask for what you want, ask for whatever you wish. It says in one of the verses, if you look in John fourteen, 15, 16, you'll find it comes up again and again and again. Ask, ask me, ask the father what for what you want. Well, if we're going to ask, we have to know what we want, don't we? We have to be prepared to uh, kind of put ourselves on the line at some level to say God this is what I particularly want and for a lot of us it's easier to stand back and pray for ourselves or for someone else and say God I don't really know what to pray but I just want whatever you want Lord you tell me what you want and I think listening to God as I said in the last episode listening to God and getting his uh, getting a word from him is a very powerful thing to do but I think he might also sometimes be asking us what what do you want me to do That's what Jesus asked people uh, when he encountered them during his ministry, wasn't it? You know, the Bartimaeus, the blind man. What do you want me to do for you? Bartimaeus didn't go, I want whatever you want to do for me, Jesus. He said, I want to see. And a heart prayer is what you most want in the depth of your heart. That's, That's what a heart prayer is. And so if I said to you, right, Pick a person in your family, and you're going to pray for them. Uh, a shoulder prayer might be that you're going to find out what they need or you're going to ask God for a word for them. That's that's really good. But your heart prayer for that person would come when I said to you, what do you really long to see happen in that person's life? Now, immediately, I can hear cries from around uh, the nation, as it were, of people going, yes, Lindel. but what if I ask for something that's wrong? Do you remember I was telling you about my mum yesterday and my mum always says, I don't want to pray the wrong prayer. I don't want to pray the wrong thing. And we do get concerned about that, don't we? I don't want to pray. There's a great word which has gone a bit out of use now, but it it, it was around a while ago. I don't want to pray soulish prayers. I don't want to pray prayers that are all about me. I don't want to just be Asking for the Rolls Royce to turn up on my drive tomorrow morning when I wake up because I fancy a new car, you know. Absolutely, this is not about saying that uh, we ask for whatever we want and expect God to uh, respond to our every whim. And that's why the key phrase, if you read uh, sort of John fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, about when Jesus says, "Ask for whatever you want," the key phrase is in my name. Now there's lots of different ways of understanding the phrase "in my name." Uh, some people have likened it to banking a check. You know, if a check's got got a name, the name of a rich person on it, then there's going to be got a lot of money in the account. If the check's got Jesus' name in it, then on it, then there's going to be you're banking uh, with the resources of heaven. I, I love that. That's a beautiful analogy. For me, though, it's a bit more. Um, have you come across lately this idea of not in my name if you come across that uh, it's a hashtag and so any time that something happens that say I don't approve of that's that's not doesn't meet my values or expectations isn't in line with what I think is right and important in life I might put hashtag not in my name and that really helps me when I think about praying because it's in Jesus name what kind of things would Jesus want me to ask in this moment what kind of things would be important to him what kind of things would he be wanting to do this is his kingdom I'm praying for so I say your kingdom come and then I start to say and I know that in line with your kingdom uh, and your name is dot 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 so for instance if I if I were praying for somebody and my heart prayer coming out of the deepest place of my desire for them was that I want them to be healed. I know healing is in line with Jesus name and with the kingdom of God. I know that I've read the gospels. I know that's what Jesus loves to do. So I'm praying for healing and I'm praying in his name. Now, there are a few times in life when we pray something and God says, don't pray it because I want to do something different. Uh, It's pretty rare but it does happen but I simply trust that if that's what God's doing he'll stop me and he'll tell me but if I haven't heard him say that then I want to be praying for the things that I know the things that come out of my heart they're what I want but I know Jesus would say yes that's the kind of thing I want to do that's the kind of person I am that's the kind of that's my character that's the stuff I love. So I hope that helps you a little bit as you think about heart prayers. But I want to encourage you to be more courageous if you find this a bit difficult. Be a bit more courageous as you work through your prayer list, as you work through the people and situations you're praying for. Not just to say, um, I want what you want, God, or not just to say, uh, well, I'll I'll get some information or or I'll wait for God to kind of give me a word to dare to say, God, the thing that bubbles up in my heart, the longing that bubbles up in my heart as I think about this is this and give it to God. Will we get everything right? No, of course we won't. But then we're not meant to. We're we're kids in a relationship with a loving father and it doesn't matter if we don't, you know, if if we pray stuff and then a couple of days later think, oh, I don't know if I should have prayed that. He's not going to mind. The point is, that if we're in that close and deep friendship, then it's a heart to heart connection. And it only really comes to its fullness when you pour out your heart in prayer, when I pour out my heart in prayer, and he gets to hear my heart, and he gets to respond with his heart. I hope that's helpful to you. And uh, may you have a blessed day of praying the things that are on your heart.